My new book is out on Audible, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. You can grab it right now. Here's what a user Thomas Lornaviticus said. Latka is the real deal, five stars. Hey, Nathan, I just listened to your podcast with JLD. You killed it. I saw your book earlier last week and thought, meh, I'll wait when Kindle costs $1.99 or whatever, as I have over 150 books to catch up with. But then I sensed that this book may have something I need right now. I bought it for full price, but didn't really start reading it. Then talking with JLD, you mentioned that the strategies may not work if you wait. And that's so true. I read it. I'm feeling pumped to devour it even more. Thank you for sharing it all and kicking ass. Guys, all of you that listen to the podcast, you are the reason I wrote the book. SaaS CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, go grab it today at capitalistbook.com. Especially if you like audio, go grab the audible version right now. Again, capitalistbook.com. Bought this company called Silverback back in 2014, kind of a niche blogging software. Today, between 500 and 600 customers pay about two bucks a month for it. So doing about a grand per month in revenue. He really uses this uh, to really teach his students how to launch and grow a company, runs his own experience uh, in it. And then also, he does make a little cash for him along with his many other revenue streams as he preaches that to his students. Again, multiple revenue streams. Just himself, team of one based out there in Arkansas. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Kermit Keen. He's a professor of management at the University of Arkansas, Fort Smith, where he teaches strategy, international business, and entrepreneurship. He operates Silverback.com, a subscription blogging platform for writers seeking a less mainstream alternative in their blogging experience, as well as blogplatformsreview.com. Kermit, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. All right. Tell us about the company. So how is Silverback different than, say, WordPress? Yeah. Well, aside from subscribers, uh, we're basically a niche player that is purely a blog platform. Uh, We play the minimalist space. So that means uh, lean, uncluttered experience is really what we mean. And and that's the struggle to maintain that. So we're really kind of in a way an anti-WordPress. Think of us as a log cabin and WordPress as the the, the tall steel skyscraper type of environment. And what's the business model? Is it a pure play SaaS company? Uh, yes, but it is a subscription-based uh, platform. So, And what is the average customer pay per month for it, would you say? Uh, around, uh, we have different plans, so around 25 to 30 bucks okay. a year. Okay. Oh, a year. Wow. Okay, so this is very much, hopefully you're kind of in the high volume space then, right? Thousands and thousands of people? No. Okay. How, so how many people are now using it today? Around, between 500 and six. It okay. Varies. So if you have five, so it's a small, but, but this would be typical for small blogging platforms. Uh, less than a thousand would be typical for uh, uh, players like myself, Postacio, uh, Postagon, which is now gone completely. But so the smaller players who are pure plays are going to be typically smaller, except for medium, perhaps. Okay. So it sounds like they and they pay on average what two bucks a month or about twenty five bucks a year. Yeah. Okay. 20, so I mean, the, our high plan, our retail is thirty five, thirty four ninety nine. 
but they can do quarterlies, they can do monthlies. So yeah, I'm just trying to back in. So like last, in terms of revenue, you're doing about a grand a month. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So, so you're, you're, you're right now also a professor. Uh, obviously that's how you obviously make your living. Why not cut your safety net? Why not leave the school, go all in on the company and build it to a million dollar company? Uh, my basic philosophy has always been number one, Silverback would not be that kind of company. Um, because of the, the generic nature of the space, virtually, you know, there are dozens and dozens of free options running around out there, um, looking for ways to monetize, uh, their model to pay for this stuff. And as a result, I never envisioned it as being something that would be that kind of all in kind of deal. I always saw it as uh, part of what my teaching experiences is to tell students to create multiple streams of income. In other words, don't depend on the big A check, your ace in the hand, because when you lose it, then where are you? So my this is just part of my own philosophy of multiple streams of income. It's, so you're a professor. You've got this, which is a grand a month. What other streams do you like to – any real estate? What other streams you have? Yeah, yeah, I have rental property. So I have a small portfolio there that does three, four grand a month. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then I am a stock, you know, portfolio Roth stock. So I play with that. So I lose money there. I lose money <laughs> everywhere. But my, again, again, it's about uh, what do you want something to be in your portfolio of, of income? Um, and so it, I'm a guy in my mid-60s, so I'm not going to throw the pension account and everything at a venture unless I feel really good at it. And it's probably not going to be a startup. Yep. I'll probably buy an existing model. What year did you launch the company, Silverback? Uh, Silverback was actually launched by a, a, a programmer called Damien Sowers, uh, named Damien Sowers, back in 2013, late. So it really came online full force in 2014. I bought it in 2015. Okay. Uh, I acquired it. So um, I'm a blogger. So I, it felt right in with what I was interested in. It was like, uh, wow, this would be great. So what'd you buy and it for? Like you're talking a couple thousand bucks? Uh, no, I won't say. I can't. Not, I can't disclose. Okay. Part of the deal. But, why, that, but that was like just, I mean, that was like four years ago. Three years ago, yeah. Three years ago. Okay, let me ask you a different question. If you don't want to talk, say, the, say the number, how did you value the platform if it's basically a free platform? Oh, it's not free. Uh, we're a subscription base. So well, yeah, it but it's only, come on, it's doing economy. like, it's doing like less than a grand a month. It's, ba- it, there's no, in other words, you're not paying a revenue multiple. Uh, actually you do in that space. If you go online to buy businesses, it's very much connected to its growth prospects, number one, and two, what is its revenue stream at a multiple? So, okay. So what revenue multiple did you pay and how'd you negotiate it? Uh, Again, we don't know. We don't know what the revenue was back then. I mean, so we don't know what the price those, is. Those online businesses are two and a half to three times, uh, net flows or flows, I should say. You're talking top so, line or bottom? Top. Top line and ARR or monthly? Uh, month, uh, annually. Annually. Yeah, yeah. Annually. Now, now, what, you know, it's, it's, what I'm trying to understand too is if you did this really for business reasons or if you're saying, you know what, I'm teaching this at school, this is a great testing ground for me to actually test the things I'm teaching to show my students how to do it. Which one was it more of? Uh, more of, um, it was a, it was literally a, an economic stream for me. Yeah, and it made me learn to do things online that I would want to talk about in the classroom. So you're yeah. right on the point. It had multiple reasons for doing it. I'm a hobbyist. I'm a blogger. It brought cash, and it it made me learn new things yep. constantly. What are uh, what are the big costs associated with running it? So you make a grand a month on it. What are your costs? Anything? Your hosting costs. Uh, are can be substantial if you go with those that can handle volume, which occasionally blogs spike, and you got to be able to manage that load. Uh, the other is just coding costs. I'm not a programmer like the founder was, so I have to 
you know, all those subcontractors I use so um, to build product. When I bought it, it was pretty rough product. You know, and it was, uh, you know, it was just a startup. It had a lot of holes in it. Didn't have a lot of. But it sounds uh, like you paid a pretty. You're not revealing it. I'm based off your facial reactions because it was a it was a pretty expensive price for what you got, and maybe you haven't made that cash back yet. Well, that's correct. It yeah. was more. It was a. It was an up and coming business that had peaked, and now you have to go and find your base in reality as opposed to the the flood. I mean, it's part of what happened in the 2012 to 2014 window with blogging. Lots of new platforms came on. It was kind of the heyday of blogging. You know, Medium came online, Ghost came online, Subtle, Postagon, Postagon. You know, in other words, you just could list the whole group of them that came online as new offerings. And many of them have since changed direction because it's just tough to make money. WordPress, well, for sure, but they were a little earlier, much earlier player. But yeah, they they won that space largely. And WordPress is not really a blogging platform. I mean, it's money is in, you know, full website development. And well, I would, well. I would, I would argue though, they grew, I mean, it's a freemium offer where it starts with blogging and once you get big oh, enough, sure, then they sure. upsell all the other stuff. Um, okay. So let's talk more about you. So, so the team right now on the, it's just you. And when you need a developer, you'll maybe hire a part-time developer. Yep. I ha- I have an ongoing relationship with a developer uh, who takes care of bugs and additions and new features, which we just steadily keep bringing on. So, you know, basically uh, the money that comes in is what pays for all the game. I, I don't put anything in it. I take a little bit out, but basically it all pays for the game. My environment has been that most students don't want to do this. They're looking for the job. They want that kind of predictability. It's the kind of the nature of my local environment. Overseas, very different. You're in Arkansas, very con, you know traditional conservative environment. So, but I have some students that do it, and it's usually just a, about an attitude. It's about I'm going to go chew it off and make it happen, and if I fail at that one, I'm going to go chew off another one. So they they're just a a tenaciousness about the person that you go like, okay, this person's going to do something. Do you ever get a call from a parent and go, Kermit? Jane just told us she's launched. She doesn't want to go do the <laughs> job at Deloitte. She's launching her own company because of your class. How could no, you let her do no. this? It's never no. happened? Not happened, no. Well, it's too bad, unfortunately, because uh, you know I came from overseas for 10 years. Uh, a lot of these kids in that environment were much more aggressive and much more um, Where? Where did you come from? Pardon? Where were you overseas? I was in the Middle East. I was in Oman for three years, seven years in the UAE, United Arab Emirates, so uh, in startup kind of academic institutions, so – and they were more, they, they were able to take on, they were happy to take on more risk over there. Yeah, they seem to be more reckless, if you will, and say, oh, I'm going to go try that or I'm going to go do that. Because they usually had money. A lot of them were from families with serious money. So Got they it. play. Yep. They already they had their bases play. covered. Yeah. Very good. So what's next for you? Are you looking at any other new companies to buy? Well, I'd actually like to... You know, um, I'm using blog platforms reviewed one to do honest, you know, try to do honest reviews. I, you know, I have people come in and do them. I do some uh, of other platforms, but it's also to be partially a feeder into Silverback. You know, so it's, it's one of those that gets reviewed. The problem with small platforms is you can't get to the top of the search because you're in a generic space, you know, kind of an evergreen space. And your your slots are paid for by WordPress, Wix, we, you know, they'll just buy the slot. Squarespace. You, yeah. I, yeah. I can't. I can't compete with three to five dollars a click you know so i i have to work the fringes and try to find types of people pockets of people who would be interested in a kind of non-conformist you know anti 
establishment. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. And so, you know, we, we offer, we take Bitcoin payments. We, uh, we kind of stay rough on the edges. So when you get down there, it's kind of a, uh, like I say, a log cabin feel as opposed to a, uh, slick stainless steel. So why not go all in there? Why not become like the blogging platform for crypto anti-establishment cryptocurrency, you know, blockchain people? Well, because, uh, you know, you got to invest in that capability. And but what, what's the, the case? Why, why not just change the wording on your homepage? Why do you actually have to change the feature set? Um, because I think that I, I don't know that audience well enough to be able to speak to what they will directly want. But I assume the blockchain integration will be part of it. And that is another level of, uh, of uh, design I'd have to pay for to, to test that. I see. Very good. All right. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what is your favorite business book? Uh, I'd say it recently would be uh, recent. I mean, I read it recently. It was out in 2012. Power of Habit. Number Power two. Is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? I subscribe to a financial newsletter uh, called Stansbury Research. So Porter Stansbury has always been a guy who's very uh, uh, insightful about future events and trends. And I always find him bold, brash, and uh, almost reckless. So I find that a, a stimulating. Number three. What's your favorite online tool for building your business? I'll say what we use. We use Trello to just try to keep track of who in the heck's responsible for doing what and Hootsuite we will use for social media stuff. Very good. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Six to seven hours. I'm kind of just getting old and I don't sleep well. And you said you're 60 today? <laughs> Mid-60s. I'm 64. 64. Very good. And what's your situation? Married, kiddos? Married. How many kids? Any? Uh, yeah, three the oldest one's near is 40. So oh, wow. Very that. good. Married, <laughs> three kids, 64 years old. Last question. Take us back to your 20-year-old self. What do you wish he knew? I wish I would have set out more explicitly my uh, to pursue financial independence than I did. I, you know, I took experience over finances. Guys, get financially independence sooner. That would be the advice he'd give himself. Uh, bought this company called Silverback back in 2014, kind of a niche blogging software. Today, between 500 and 600 customers pay about two bucks a month for it. So doing about a grand per month in revenue. He really uses this uh, to really teach his students how to launch and grow a company, he runs his own experience. Uh, in it. And then also he does make a little cash for him along with his many other revenue streams as he preaches that to his students. Again, multiple revenue streams. Just himself, team of one based out there in Arkansas. Kurt, thank you for taking us to the top. You bet. Thank you.